You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Jim Rodriguez with you. And joining us now is Benjamin Robinson of Grinding the Mocks. And drafts can be a profitable market for those who are in the betting. We're always looking for information, how we can find an edge. So we love having guests on who can help give us some insight. And Benjamin, tell us a little bit about your website and you know how we can use it. Sure. Well, good morning. Thanks for having me on. So um, I like to say that Grinding the Mocks is a, we're a predictive uh, mock draft analytics company. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm based in Washington, D.C. And so folks who are, you know, familiar with politics might be familiar with a guy like Nate Silver. And so I kind of like to say that, you know, what I do for mock drafts is kind of like what Nate Silver does for political polling. So we take a huge sampling of mock drafts that we find online and we weight them on the things we think are really appropriate, and we run statistical algorithms on them to try to predict where players will go in the draft. And we have pretty good success with that, um, not always necessarily getting the players exactly in the right spot, um, in the top of the draft, but last year we had 30 of the top 32 picks in the first round. Um, we usually get wow. somewhere around the 90 of the top 100 players um, right in terms of being in that top 100. Um, and so... Yeah, we have a pretty good track record over the last, you know, three, four years of doing really, really well predicting where players are going to end up in the draft. Obviously, that's more kind of, it changes quite a bit over the course of the cycle, uh, but there's a lot of signal in mock drafts that people kind of usually sort of toss to the side because mock drafts are viewed as kind of just content. But there's actually some data that we can prove that there's some signal in there that tells us generally where we think players are going to go come April. Fascinating stuff, Benjamin. Now, you know, I, I was looking on, on, on your, at your Twitter page and you had sort of a, you know, a, a draft stock board, if you call it that, of, of where they were two weeks ago and where they are now. And obviously, Anthony Richardson has made the biggest jump uh, of anybody uh, after that performance at the Combine. Uh, t- tell us more about that and, and, and what went into your guys' analytics of that. Yeah, so, you know, we look at the mock drafts coming out of the Combine, um, and a week out, uh, people are really excited about what Anthony Richardson brings to the table as a very athletic player. Um, I don't like to use the term freak that much, but you know, he's in the top top percentile of quarterbacks ever at the Combine. And so I think people knew that he was very athletic. They knew that there were a lot of, like, raw traits that he has, uh, but... The, the thing that I think really excited people is how elite he actually was. So to me, yeah, the, the mock drafts and a lot of the, the NFL media kind of, I think, were taken aback at just how good he was. And so, you know, what we're seeing is 
the market adjusting to that pretty hard. And so, yeah, when you account for where he was a week ago uh, and where he is today, uh, you know, Anthony Richardson is, is the top mover in terms of mock drafts. So he went from being in the top 15 to being, you know, borderline top five. I don't know if he's going to stay top five. There's still a large amount of the process left over, but uh, you have to like where he is in terms of a player who's caught a lot of people's attention. Um, and so, you know, I think that there'll be some trades that happen. Um, there also will be some sort of kind of cooling off period too, where people kind of go back to the film and, and rewatch his year. And you'll see why coming into the combine, he wasn't uh, the in the top three quarterbacks. He was the solidly the fourth quarterback. So mm-hmm. I think there could be some readjusting, uh, but I think the, the world is kind of put on notice. The NFL world is put on notice by the Anderson gave at the combine. And so, you know, my expectation is that um, we'll see some trade movement and that'll be the bigger indicator of which, what, what order the quarterbacks will go in than necessarily this combine performance, which historically, you know, we, in the evaluation process, people are, are accounting for athleticism. So the question is, are you double counting Anthony Richardson's athleticism as an evaluator? And so I think a lot of people maybe in the league already knew how impressive he was. Um, and so eventually this stuff will kind of even out. But yeah, Anthony Richardson, I think, has caught a lot of people's eyes. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he was the second uh, quarterback taken in this class. Uh, but, you know, I, I think it caught a lot of people's eyes in terms of how athletic he actually was. And so um, people are kind of trying to account for that as something that is a huge kind of, I think, surprise. I think people thought he was good, but I'm not sure people thought he was this good. I know you said like there's still a ways to go in the process of everything. And then there's always like news coming out and rumors. We're hearing the Panthers, Texans, Raiders reportedly interested in Jimmy G. If as we sit here today, do you have a good feel of where you think these top four quarterbacks could go? Or like, do you lean one direction? Where, where do you have them going and how do you have this playing out today? Yeah, so I'd say the main player that I feel really good about is Bryce Young. Um, When you have a player historically in my data who has been the number one quarterback from the beginning of the the process, so the end of last year to now, um, and has shown like very little reason for us to change that opinion on him, uh, I feel really good about Bryce Young, and I feel not as good about almost anyone else. Um, So, you know, if you told me that Bryce Young went first and Stroud went second, in Levis and then Richardson, I'd be like, cool. Um, I think that for the most part, the last three, I would be surprised. I would, I, I, that's where I'd see more of the surprise. Um, I do think that there's a potential that we're underrating Will Levis. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if he was the second or even the third quarterback here. Um, so to me, yeah, Bryce Young is where I feel you know, the best about, mm-hmm. uh, just in terms of his eval and what he brings to the table. I think, you know, you know, we have the, the short King vibes for, for Bryce Young. Um, but, you know, to me, that's not something I think people – people knew he was small. It's not something that's new. Like, he's really good, and he was small. Like, who cares? So, um, yeah. yeah. So, but for me, Stroud, uh, some of the same things that we knew about Stroud last year, we knew about him now. Um, and so, for me, Richardson and Levis are the real wild cards. Um, you know, Richardson with his athleticism that we just talked about, and Levis being a guy who's the type of quarterback – that pro teams like, even if watching him, we don't quite understand. Um, Yeah, we need to be kind of thoughtful about the evaluation process that it's not so linear between predicting college and pro success. 
And I'm not just saying that because of Josh Allen. I'm saying that because of all the quarterbacks. It's really not hard. It's really not, it's not easy um, to predict which players are going to be good. And so, uh, yeah, but to me, Young is the guy I feel the best about and everything else, you know, we'll see what happens. There's, I think the trade stuff, you're seeing it a lot in mock drafts. Normally we don't see a lot of trades in mock drafts, but there's quite a bit of mock draft like trade activity going on. And so it's a lot of, a lot of movement that I think will still happen once those trades actually materialize. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Talking to Benjamin Robinson from Grinding the Mox. And I think that's the that's the caveat. You nailed it right there in that I think we, we have an idea of the order of quarterbacks. We even may even have an idea of the order of players being picked. But unlike past drafts, you know, it's it's a, almost, almost a foregone conclusion that the Bears are going to trade that pick. It's a matter of who's going to give them what so they can get, like, a Bryce Young at number one. At what point do you start feeling that you could put some weight um, in, in a player to go to a specific, a, a specific team in a specific market? You know, to me, I, when I hear about those team player match ones, I wouldn't touch those right now. Um, I think you got to wait till after free agency at the very earliest. And so we're, we're, there'll be some teams that, you know, you think their need is a specific player, and then they'll tell you with how they approach free agency, how they value that position in the draft. And so, you know, for example, you know, if a team that you think needs a wide receiver decides to go after some wide receivers in free agency, like last year with the, the Jaguars, for example, you know, there's a pretty decent chance they're not going to touch a wide receiver early on. And so uh, at the very least, I would wait until after the um, after the free agency period kind of cools down. Um, but yeah, to me, that, that's where I first start thinking about it. Um, but to be honest with me, I think the probably the, the best time to wait is probably in like I'd say maybe middle of April, I would have to guess. That's kind of when things kind of – the combine buzz has died down a little bit. Free agency has happened. Maybe even one of the trades has happened already. And so the market can kind of settle into draft night, and then there'll be more craziness. But, um, yeah, to me, I wouldn't start looking until after free agency at, at the earliest because you'll get a little bit of a sense of what teams are thinking about where they, where they put their money, uh, not just what they're leaking to agents. We talked about Anthony Richardson. Who else really impressed you uh, recently who you'd 
consider moving up in your mock draft? Um, Nolan Smith, the edge rusher from Georgia, um, really talented player. I think he could have come out last year, um, which would have been kind of insane. Like another player from the Georgia defense could have been a first round pick last year, decided to come back this year, was hurt. And in terms of the combine metrics that we know are really, really important for edge rushers, it's that first 10 yard split of the 40 yard dash. And Mm -hmm. Nolan Smith is just elite in that category. Um, He was hurt this year. So, you know, if you didn't notice him playing at the end of the year in the national championship game, it was because he wasn't, he was cheering the team on on the sideline. Uh, But I think teams love his athletic profile and for edge rushers, you bet on the athletic profile as much as the production. Um, And so to me, Nolan Smith is a guy that I expect to go from where I had him in my mock draft for football outsiders going to the Eagles. I think the Eagles would be really extremely lucky to get him at at 21 or 31, 30. Yeah. 30. Um, But I think, yeah, he's a guy who I expect to rise quite a bit. Um, Otherwise I'd say uh, the linebacker from Iowa, Jack Campbell, um, I think people thought of him as like an, you know, Iowa linebacker. I think a similar quality with his teammate, Lucas Van Ness, who's a, an edge rusher who I expect to be another one of those top edge rushers taken. Uh, but yeah, to me, Nolan Smith, I'd say Jack Campbell looked really great in terms of linebacker class. That's pretty weak. I would expect maybe one linebacker to be taken in the first round. I'd be really surprised if it was two. This edge rusher class is, is a bumper class. This cornerback class is a bumper class. We've got four quarterbacks. Um, a decent amount of offensive linemen that I think people regard well as first rounders. So to me, Jack Campbell, I think really showed out. Nolan Smith had a great combine. I think got himself back on the radar of the the draft community with the performance he gave and the pedigree that he has. You know, unfortunately, uh, Jalen Carter is involved in some, in some off the field matters. How much does that, play into, you know, forget the combine stuff. Now we got the off-field stuff and in and, and, and his role in your mock draft in terms of how does, how does those off-the-field things uh, figure into it? Yeah, you know, I'm not a lawyer, so we'll see what happens. I have no comment on anything like that. But in terms of what we see in the data, I think people are a little concerned. He's the, the biggest faller in my data when you account for the, 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 how high the pick is. Because he was going, you know, in my mock draft data, like third, and now he's going fifth and falling a little bit. I just think it's it's a, it's a measure of sentiment sometimes as much as anything else when news like this happens. Uh, I think that he's too good of a talent. Um, you know, I, I don't trust the league kind of saying, hey, this guy, you know, if, if he wasn't any good, then yeah, I think he could fall a lot. But we know how great he is. So to me, I... I don't know how I feel about it right now. There's like, I think if I looked at the data since that news came out, it wouldn't surprise me if they had a really wide range of outcomes. But for the most part, I haven't seen him falling out of, you know, like the top 10. I think still people think, uh, maybe cynically so or not, I don't know, that that stuff will sort of even out and eventually there'll be sort of an equilibrium where he doesn't go top five, but maybe he was never going to go top five with the quarterbacks that are there, with, you know, Will Anderson, with Tyree Wilson, um, those guys kind of making a lot of noise too, in terms of the, the first non quarterback off the board. So maybe we're just getting like a, a future sort of look at what the, the top five, top 10 will look like. But, you know, until then, yeah, I, I would, I don't know if I'd be betting, uh, Jalen Carter, you know, over or under or whatever right now. I just think it's, there's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. Uh, uh, flip side to my last question, Benjamin, 
who did you see post combine that you were like, okay, we're going to have to knock this guy down. He was not very impressive. Who stood out to you that you think should be sliding here? Yeah. Let me take a quick look at my numbers. Yeah. So yeah, Jalen Carter. I think the other one that's really unfortunate is Andrew Voorhees, the guard from USC who tore his ACL during the workouts. So that stinks for him. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say that there's any player that I think stood out that didn't have an awesome combine. Maybe Kayshawn Butte, the wide receiver from LSU. I think a lot of people uh, liked him at the beginning of the season. Um, LSU had a lot of hype, and they, they did eventually kind of turn it around, but he didn't have the greatest year. He initially declared to come back to school, and so and then he decided maybe a week or two later, right before the deadline, to, you know, to decide to come out. Uh, I think people like his film. I mean, I'm not surprised that people like his film because they liked what they saw last year and kind of expected something more of him this year. I didn't see the athletic testing that you would expect of someone to be potentially a first round wide receiver. I think he might still go top 100, but I think that was probably a player. I think people were expecting more of that didn't happen. And that's really the ones that I pay the most attention to people, players that had kind of a, a higher expected draft position. We know that the elite athletes go early. And if you're thought of potentially based on the film as an elite athlete and you don't test, then it's a bad news bears for you going forward. Awesome. Thank you so much. That was Benjamin Robinson of grindingthemocks.com. Follow him on Twitter. Be sure to check out his website. Wealth of information. Love picking his brain about everything related to the draft. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. We go off the board next on the BetQL Network. <laughs> 